1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary bgw or prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus it's
2: so all over in nola 115 to 112 ryan and sacktown breaks it down with me here on the post game show a much much better second half for sacramento Uh, but they lost the game in the first half. You know, it was too big of a deficit. They actually took the lead in the fourth quarter uh, on free throws, but down the stretch, uh, the Pelicans make the big plays, and they win at 115-112. A tough loss because of the way you played in the second half.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We can talk about some of the bigger things that happened in the first half that led to the loss ultimately, but – 14 offensive rebounds for the Pelicans. You got to look at that there when there's two possessions here to win the game, but the Kings bounce back in a way that makes me feel really good heading into Minnesota.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and they're calling a, a, a you know, a stupid foul at the end of the game, but you know, it's a, it, so they put a little time on the clock. Um, Minnesota won tonight again, they beat Philadelphia, right? And yeah. now all of a sudden you're looking at a road trip that could have been four and two, five and one, you know, could very well go three and three, you know?
0: If you do, Grant, and they give the effort that they did tonight in the second half, I know Jerry talked about it with you on the four o'clock show. It's a completely different feeling, and I'm with that, because this second half gave us a different feeling about this team, much better than we felt the first six quarters, as you put it at halftime. So three and three is tough, but it's okay, I think, especially if you play yep. well. In you know,
2: again, they put a second on the clock for that foul at the end of the game. Uh, you have a problem with the way the officiating was in the last uh, two minutes because uh, we're getting some comments about the last two minute report.
0: Not in particular. There was nothing that it. really caught my eye. It was a physical game, all game. In fact, the Kings got the. The Kings got the whistle inside a lot in the third and fourth quarters, yep. So nothing significant.
2: Well, actually, you know, we talked about the disparity in free throws in the first half. But I mean, when you look at the game, Sacramento uh, ended up going to the line a lot in the second half. Yep. They were, you know, there 35 times and they made 29 of them. New Orleans with uh, I think 37 free throw attempts. So yeah, you can't, You can't talk about that, you know?
0: No. And again, this was a physical game, and it would have been a blowout had the Kings not gotten physical the way they did in the second half and gotten inside. I mean, little Trey Lyles, little Harrison Barnes, a lot of Sabonis.
2: All right. Again, the final now because of the last – they put a second on the clock, the foul by Monk. Uh, two free throws by Ingram. So uh, the final is 117-112. to So the Kings go to New Orleans. They get blown out and embarrassed on Monday night. They play much better. No Keegan Murray tonight. Uh, Trey Lyles made his debut. And I thought Lyles played much, much better in the second half than he did in the first half.
0: Yeah, he looked a lot more comfortable. Still defensively, uh, a little bit more to be desired. That will come as he plays more games. But it's good to see him get a little bit more footing than he did originally starting the game.
2: Zion Williamson with 25, Brandon Ingram with 23, Valanchunas with 15 and 11. We talked about this front line on Monday. We talked about this front line at the half. That's a load to deal with when you're Sacramento, especially without Keegan Murray on the floor.
0: It is Grant, but I got to pose the question to you. I've seen the Kings and taking nothing away from Zion. He dominated, but how can the Kings not try to force him a little bit more to his left?
2: I don't know. Um, that's the scattering report. Everyone knows, uh, but they were unable to do that. I've always felt that there's no reason why you can't force a player to go to a certain direction. you played basketball. You know, I've, I've, I'm with you on that. I don't understand that.
0: Excuse me. I meant right, by the way. No, right. Anybody. Instead of going oh, yes. to his
2: natural left. I know what you're yes. meant. Uh, yeah. he's, you want him, you know, if he goes to your left, he's going to kill you. You need him to go to his office. I understand exactly what you meant. I just don't understand that.
0: Well, one, it's defensive personnel. But what you said, where you don't understand, there's things Mike Brown could have done. It's outside of Brandon Ingram and Valashunas. Who's going to kill you on the Timberwolves or on the uh, on Pelicans? The yeah. Pelicans, excuse me. There really isn't anybody right now because they have injuries as well. So get the ball out of his hands and make him scramble a little bit.
2: Yeah. You know, here's an interesting point that you talked about at the halftime. And so did Sea Dog. In the first half, New Orleans shot 19% from three. They only shot seven of 30 from beyond the arc. But they beat you the old-fashioned way. They don't beat you from the perimeter. They go and they take the ball down low, and they dominate the point or the paint. And that's how they won this game tonight, Ryan. They don't beat you from the perimeter without C.J. McCollum. They beat you with going downstairs and mugging you.
0: Exactly right, Grant. They did it the same way the other night, too, when they beat the Kings. So credit to them. I mean, physicality, there's still a place for it in today's NBA if you do it right.
2: All right. So a loss is a loss. I don't – there's no other way to say it. You lost a game that you were leading in the fourth quarter. I'm going to just put it that way. We can talk all we want about the first half. You had the lead in the fourth quarter, and you lost the game, and – this is a tough loss to to take because you played well enough to win in the second half. You actually mm-hmm. came from the deficit. You were down, what, 13 at the half, and you came back and you took the lead only to lose it down the end. It's going to be a tough uh, plane ride tonight to Minneapolis.
0: Well, there's pretty much anybody that got some minutes tonight. There's a play or two that each of them will think of. I could have done that better. Yep. I could have done this. And in, in these games, those are the ones that stay with you, Grant. But you also have to have a short memory, especially when you're coming off of a slide. I mean, now this is a two-game slide. The Kings traditionally, the last year or so, have done a good job of yeah. curbing that. They didn't let it get to four games, you know, and this is where you got to stop it now.
2: Yeah, and to make matters worse, you know, you look at Oklahoma City, they won again. Minnesota, who the Kings play next, they beat Philadelphia at home tonight. So that's their 11th win of the year. You know, when you look at the standings, Minnesota's 11-3, and Oklahoma City, is 11 and 4. They haven't lost since they played Sacramento. They've now won 6 in a row. Denver lost, they're 10 and 5. Uh Dallas is 9 and 5. They're playing the Lakers who were 9 and 6. And now Sacramento with the loss, they've lost two in a row. They dropped down to 8 and 6. So, you know, Houston won. They're 7 and 6. Did you see what Pop did today? No, I didn't. Kawhi Leonard was at the foul line for the Clippers in San Antonio. Okay? Mm -hmm. The fans were booing Kawhi Leonard. Pop walked over to the table, grabbed the PA microphone, and told the fans to stop booing. That's not how they do it in San Antonio. How about that? Incredible. Have you ever seen anything like
0: that? I've I've never
2: seen anything like that. that. I was like, come on, Pop. Grow up. Would you please stop it? I, I love Pop. I love Pop. I know him. I've spent time with him. I love Pop. But come on. Really? You're you're getting on your fans because they're booing Kawhi Leonard. Let them boo Kawhi Leonard if they want. They're paying their money. Let them boo.
0: Yeah, and if you're Kawhi, you appreciate the respect from Pop, but it's like, okay, let me handle my own business, right? I don't need the other coach to help me out here.
2: Well, when you get done with this, go. uh, you can Google it and check it out. You'll be blown away, you know?
0: Wow, wow. I guess Pop, you know, he can pretty much do whatever he wants these days. So... (laughs) Is what Uh, it is. That's cool.
2: You know, get off. You know, if you don't like the way Harrison Barnes is playing, that's fine. He's a coward. Do you know Harrison Barnes? Have you ever been around Harrison Barnes? Harrison Barnes is the hardest working member of the Sacramento Kings. There's nobody that works harder than Barnes. There's nobody on the team that takes care of their body better than Harrison Barnes. Oh, and here's something else. He's the smart one. He may be the smartest. I'm talking about intellect. Have the highest IQ of any player in the NBA. So stop it with this nonsense. You want to criticize someone, go ahead and criticize them. Stop with the name calling, all right? No name calling on this show. You want to criticize someone, fine. I criticize people all the time, but we're not calling them names, all right? Stop it already.
0: Sorry didn't uh, win your fantasy team, your game tonight, buddy. Hey, come on. And I'll tell
2: you, Harrison played very well in the second half tonight.
0: Very well in the second half. I mean, if you don't get what you got from Harrison in the second half, you're not in position to win this game tonight. So, And and you want to talk about he can't win? I'm sure you wouldn't be saying that had one shot gone down last season.
2: Well, maybe you can show him uh, his ring from the Golden State Warriors when he won the championship as a starter. Yeah. All right, so uh, this one, great to have Trey back. Very tough loss, though. Uh, does Fox seem to have a quick temper and lose his cool too quick to you guys? He could have gotten ejected tonight. No, I don't think so, especially not after watching Luka Doncic the other night. I thought Trey Lyles played a lot better in the second half.
0: Yeah, he looked more comfortable, more confident on that leg. Um, and that's going to come with time. You know that He's a jump shooter at times, and that's going to mean you have to have your legs under you. And to step back onto the court against a front line like this in your first game, it's a tough ask. So good job by Trey.
2: All right, eight and six, and now you have a losing record on the road at four and five, uh, and you got a tough game coming up against Minnesota, which presents a lot of matchup problems again for Sacramento. Don't know yet about uh, Keegan Murray whether he's going to be able to play or not. He did not play tonight, but um, you know, you you got again. I, I hate to keep on picking on the guy, but you got ten minutes from Davion Mitchell. And he doesn't even take a shot. He can't score. You know, he's not a threat offensively when he's on the floor. Uh, Malik Monk, again, off night, played 26 minutes. Only two of eight, one of six. Okay, so if Malik Monk has his typical game, the Kings win. That's the Good, way I look yeah. at this. I'm not yeah, blaming absolutely. the game on Monk. I'm just making an observation.
0: 110%. You, you look down the sheet. You could say that about multiple guys for this team tonight. So hey, Monk was just off. He tried to get it going in the second half. Just wasn't yep. going to happen.
2: And Sasha Vizenkov did nothing. Nothing at all. No, one of five.
0: His shot selection, he's got to get better at that, Grant. You uh-huh. got to know your place and time. And I know he came out firing at the start of the season, but he's got to understand games like this, Grant. These possessions in games this close, especially when you're not scoring well, very, very important. Can't waste shots.
2: All right, Lydia wants to know why was Fox out so long in the fourth? Well, he did have foul trouble. You know, and I, I, I'm i sure Mike Brown's thinking, OK, this game's going to get close. I need to have my guy on the floor down the stretch, which he was. Uh, he did end up playing 38 minutes. So he played a lot of minutes. All right. Harrison Barnes is the only one that played more. Harrison played 41. So I know that's Lydia. I get it. 38 minutes. That's pretty. That's a lot of minutes for a point guard in the NBA.
0: Yeah, and also Mike Brown was riding the hot hand. The Kings were playing Uh well with the five they had on the court, so get him the rest, unique. You know he's coming back.
2: That's a really good point. Also, the 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 five that were on the floor were getting the job done, so it gave him a more latitude to give him a longer rest. You know, so. All right. So now 117 to 112, the final. So happy that you were with us, even though uh, it is a loss and happy to tell you about New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. They've got a fix for you. Go to SACServicePlumbing.com or call the number on your screen. That's SACServicePlumbing.com. And remember, they're available around the clock, 24-7 for all of your plumbing needs and repairs. Hope you are all on your way to a, a fabulous Thanksgiving. I know a lot of you would have enjoyed it a little more if the Kings had gotten the victory in this game, but uh, it is not meant to be. And now uh, the Pelicans go above 500 at 8-7. and seven. They're a half game behind Sacramento with the Kings, again, closing out this road trip against a red-hot Minnesota Timberwolves team uh, who won at home again tonight. Against the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. The other game to keep an eye on right now is Golden State is in Salt Lake or in uh, Phoenix, rather, playing the Suns. The score there is 31 26. The Warriors are leading uh, after one.
0: All right, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. How big? Yeah. So, Minnesota, I believe you said that they've not lost on their home court. How big is this game for this team going into Minnesota to cap this road trip off?
2: Uh, It's a barometer game. It's a game in November, but I think it's a measuring stick game. You're going against a team that right now is the best in the West. You are coming off two losses. Uh, It's a measuring stick game because if Minnesota stays healthy, I don't think they're going anywhere.
0: Yeah, and don't discount the fact that this game's probably circled for Minnesota as well. They've beat a lot of the upper echelon teams already this season. And if they take out the Kings and be at the top of the West, they're going to be feeling really good about them.
2: All right, here's an interesting question for Megan. I feel like the whole Kings team was scared to take it to the rack. You can't shoot a three every time you got to get to inside. All right, well, that's the way the Kings play. The Kings live by the three. They die by the three. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. You know, they that's 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 I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, but they did get to the line a lot in this game. But the Kings are going to win or they're going to lose because of their three point shooting on most nights.
0: But what you can't have, Grant, so they did get to the line, but the majority of those free throws were second half free throws. You play a True. whole half of basketball where you're not getting to the line and you're settling for yeah. threes, really hard to catch up from that.
2: Yeah, they only got to the line nine times in the first half, I believe, is what the total was. So your point's well taken. Yeah, your point's well taken. That I don't think that's why the Kings lost the game tonight. Um, I think the Kings, when you're on the road, yeah, they, they did take the lead in the fourth quarter, but it's just not a recipe for success when you're down by that many points at the half because you almost have to play a perfect half to win and they almost did, by the way. They did, yeah. They, they almost, almost played a perfect half. You know, they got a little sloppy in the last minute and a half. You know, a turnover. I didn't like the shot selection on one of the plays. I can't remember off the top of my head, but you know, you, you and you're playing a team that is good right now. You know, New Orleans is their roster is pretty good even without you know Murphy and McCullum on the floor.
0: Yeah, and the defense improved for the Kings in the second half. Uh, It actually looked pretty good, but it just didn't seem like they could get on any consistent flow with getting back-to-back-to-back stops. And speaking to your point, Grant, when you're on the road like this and you haven't played well, my thought always is when you take that lead for the first time in, in this game, it was right around halfway through the fourth quarter. That's you right. can't give the lead back up you after can't. that as the that's road right. team.
2: It changes the momentum of the flow of the game. You're absolutely correct. When you're climbing up that mountain and climbing up that mountain, you finally get to it where you have the lead. You got to keep the lead. I think that's a great point you just made. Because yep. they, they never had the lead after that. After they got the lead briefly, they lost it. Correct me if I'm wrong. They never regained the lead.
0: Nope, they they flirted a couple times, tied it, got yep. down one, and it yep. just went from there.
2: Yep, absolutely. Again, the final of uh, 117 to 112 tonight, uh, the Pelicans get the win, and next up for Sacramento is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Hey, I want to tell you about uh, Calusa Sunrise and Sunrise Landing. It is a project by Blazona Development. Again, it is Sunrise Landing in Calusa. Six models to choose from. No melaru's, no homeowners. Uh, phase one is already sold out. Just go to CalusaSunrise.com. You can check out everything with Sunrise Landing in Calusa. Again, it is a project by Blazona Development. That's CalusaSunrise.com. Check it out. And maybe... You will be living in a new home in beautiful Calusa. All right, the final 117 to 112. Uh, the Kings, after starting off this road trip 3-0, and now are looking at a possible 3-3 and road trip if they lose to the red-hot Minnesota Timberwolves.
0: Well, I'm glad they uh, padded the road trip on the front end to at least yeah. stay 500. So they're leaving the casino even money at there the worst. You go.
2: Absolutely. Lydia, happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Yes. And everyone that's uh, nice enough to join us here. Uh hope you are on your way to a fabulous, fabulous Thanksgiving. Hornet Horse, uh, you know who he's rooting for. You know, we got a big game tomorrow with uh, 49ers and Seahawks.
0: Yeah, he just put his car flag on his car for the first time this year, reminded him <laughs> of the game.
2: Uh, thank you very much. Love you, Grant, longtime listener at 1140 and Kings TV. You always keep it real, and I love that. Well, thank you. Appreciate you uh, joining us here. Uh, Awesome. Second quarter did kill the Kings tonight. You're right. First half in general, you know, really did. So, Mm. uh, but it's a four quarter game. It's not a 12 minute game, you know, and, you know, we look again at Kevin Herter, 27 minutes tonight. Right. And Mm -hmm. he ends up two of 10. The, The reason why the Kings to me are eight and six instead of maybe 10 and four, Herder and Murray and Barnes, I'm just going to pick on those three. They're wildly inconsistent this year. You don't know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get almost every game from Fox and Sabonis. You don't know what you're going to get from Barnes. You don't know what you're going to get from Murray. And you don't know what you're going to get from Herder. That's a tough recipe for success when you have three starters that are so up and down.
0: Absolutely. And your sixth man, uh, Malik Monk, you don't know what you're going to get out of him. Put him in that group as well. And, and you know, the thing for Herder too, you got Chris Duarte in the starting lineup with him. That's a weird starting lineup yeah, um, for the Kings. So this team was so used to playing together, that unit that started the game pretty much all last year. They have played so many different combinations yep. this year.
2: I didn't realize this until you just brought up Chris Duarte. Do you know he was plus 22 in the game tonight?
0: No. Wow. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, again, that can be a little misleading, but that just jumped right out at me. For instance, Fox was minus 14. Herder was minus 7. Barnes was minus 6. Sabonis was plus 12. And uh, Duarte had the best plus minus of any king at plus 22. How about that?
0: What that tells me is he was probably on the floor when the kings made both of their runs yeah. there yep. in the third yep. and the fourth. So. Yeah. So, All right, Grant. I have a fun question for yes. everybody. Seeing as Thanksgiving is tomorrow, if you're not getting a takeout meal from Bennett's or going to dine there, which highly recommended if you're not cooking, what is the weirdest dish that shows up on your Thanksgiving table every year? You know, you've got an in-law or somebody that comes that brings something. And it's like, oh, what the heck is that?
2: It's a great point. Great point. You brought up I'm Bennett's. Not touching it. You got up Bennett's restaurants.com Bennett's Westside grill. We always talk about their newest restaurant in Rockland at the blue Oaks town center. For those of you going to Bennett's to celebrate your Thanksgiving. I think you're going to love it. Whether it's the Sacramento Roseville or their new location in Rockland Bennett's restaurants.com reservations menu and more over 60 different types of wine. I think it is actually 60 different types of wine available by the class during the week. They got great happy hours, both on their appetizers and their drinks. Check it out restaurantscom uh, all right so i'll let you answer that question first
0: um probably the overly sweet sweet potatoes and anybody in my family is going to kill me for this but there's marshmallows and candied walnuts and uh-huh. the sweet potatoes are already sweet so yep. that's me how about you
2: you know i am a really plain finicky eater uh so i i don't I'm pretty basic eater, so there are a lot of things I don't eat at Thanksgiving, um, and by that I mean I'm a very simple eater, and I don't like fancy. You know, I don't like things that are over the top. I'm not an over the top eater, so a lot of the things that you're discussing, I I would not eat. I just I'm I'm just a basic, plain, boring eater. That's all I can say. I don't like fancy. Fancy is not going to fly with Mr. Napier. Don't make it fancy. Just well, you, give it to me basic.
0: Well, you can you can do fancy but simple. So, like, uh, Bennett's fancy, simple. Really, really good yes. flavors. Let the food speak for itself. But I want to know everybody else out there. Haunted Horse said the uh, green beans with cream of mushroom soup is the worst. Wow. so chime in you guys we want to get your uh your bad dishes too
2: okay well <laughs> uh the kings will have their thanksgiving dinner at their hotel in minneapolis tomorrow uh i was on the road with the kings many times during thanksgiving and they have a really nice buffet that they have the hotel make and they get the room and they uh everyone in the traveling party is invited and that's pretty much you know how it goes. So when you travel with a team, if you're on a holiday, there's always a team meal and you're always invited. And, uh, you know, at at least you're not sitting in your room by yourself.
0: Yeah. But that still can't be easy, Grant. I mean, you think about De'Aaron Fox and his family first Thanksgiving that Reese and their baby are celebrating together on the road. You know what? De'Aaron
2: Fox is making $31 million this year. I think he'll be okay with not being able to have Thanksgiving with his family.
0: I sure. I mean, he could bring his family to him, but you're still a human. You want
2: to you know what your
0: family uh, on those holidays?
2: I, again, I think uh, I'm going to speak for somebody that's in this line of work and did it. When you're in this line of work, you your mentality is different, and you don't really uh, your your whole life as an athlete or in my profession, you're used to having holidays minimized.
0: Mm.
2: And it doesn't mean you wouldn't want to be with loved ones on the holidays, but it's an accepted part of what you do. And so it's not as big of a deal as a lot of people make it out to be. The, the, the mentality, I guess the frame of mind is that when you're in this profession, you're going to miss a lot of events. And I don't want to say you get used to it, but it's just part of the rhythm and the routine that you're in throughout a year. I never thought about it that much being away on Thanksgiving. Uh, Quite frankly, I don't know if you saw Chris Russo's rant on first take today on Thanksgiving. I'm in line with Russo. Leave me alone. Let me watch the games, you know, give me a little bit of food and go away. You know that like, so like for me personally, not being with my family on Thanksgiving and being in my hotel room where I could watch all three games I was just fine with that you know what I mean now yeah. we're, all, we're, we're you know we're all different we're all different but I, I've talked to a lot of people about this with what we do, holidays are not really celebrated because of the profession that we chose to be in whether you're an athlete or whether you're an announcer and I really mean that. OK, I, I don't mean that they're not important to you, but it's almost a given that you're going to miss X number of Thanksgivings, X number of Christmases, X number of New Year's. And that's just part of the deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you bring up a funny point because I guess in a way it gives you a breather, right? Some time to yourself and you've got your extended family, which is the road family. Um, so yeah, cause if you go home, then you're hitting the ground running, right? How do I get yes. a turkey? How do I do this? How do I do that? Before yep. you know it, the first football game's over. Yeah, I got you.
2: How is the soup at Bennett's? Well, I've had, uh, uh, the, uh, clam chowder, which is excellent. But my favorite is, uh, the mushroom soup when they have it. It is freaking awesome. The wild mushroom soup. Love it. I, every time I'm at Bennett's, if they have it. What happened to Carmichael? I don't know what you're referring to. Uh Grant, you agreed with the Russo. Take your man. Yeah, very true. That's how I feel. You know? That's
0: why you guys are best friends, huh? There
2: yeah, well, go. yeah, we're, we're yeah, absolutely. So uh Chris has never invited me to his house for Thanksgiving. He doesn't want me there.
0: Ah, no. Oh, yeah, he doesn't even want you around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: uh, I'm very serious. I just want to watch the games, you know? So, yeah, oh my gosh. I hear you. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the Kings are not in New Orleans. They're going to the airport and they're flying to Minneapolis. They're not spending the night in New Orleans. All right, 117 to uh, 112, or at least to the best of my knowledge, they're not spending the night. I can't imagine why they would. After being there, they're going to get out of Dodge and and get on to Minneapolis where they can uh, be at their hotel uh, for tomorrow. All right, again, 117 to 112 is the final.
0: uh, Give me some final thoughts on this game. Um, disappointing because it's a loss. It should be. But, um, this team in that second half for most of the second half showed many of the traits that they showed when they won six games in a row. So now it's about picking out the good, breaking down the bad and getting back on track in Minnesota. And, uh, you know, you got it. Come home four and two, Grant. We said four and two before the road trip started. We would both sign our names on it. So do it. Yeah. It's and,
2: and it's still obtainable. And if you can beat Minnesota, it will be the best win of the road trip, in my opinion, because you yeah. got Dallas on a back-to-back. But if you can beat the team that's number one in the West at the end of the road trip, that's your best win of the road
0: trip. There you go. Riding high. Yeah. Riding yep. high.
2: All right. Uh To everyone out there, thank you very much. Have a fabulous Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. Be safe. And uh Ryan, you and I, I guess, are going to be doing this again in a short period of time when the Kings uh, close out that trip in Minnesota.
0: Yeah. Looking forward to it. Friday, I believe.
2: We'll be back at it. Absolutely. Hey, everyone. Thank you very much again. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Talk to you Friday right here on If You Don't Like That. So long.